0: After describing humanity's pitiable condition, the Apostle Paul turns to God's merciful solution. Jesus Christ's death on the cross has paid sin's penalty and has satisfied God's righteous demands. To the one who in faith accepts Jesus's full payment, God stamps across the debt of sin paid in full. That is is justification. Its basis is the work of Jesus the Messiah. Its means is the grace of God. Its requirement is faith. Faith in God and his promise. Abraham and David are illustrations from the past and examples for the present, showing how justification brings peace and access hope, and forgiveness to those who have faith in God. Now let's listen to Romans chapters 4 and 5.
1: Romans 4 What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If in fact Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We have been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before. And he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. So then, he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised, in order that righteousness might be credited to them. And he is then also the father of the circumcised who not only are circumcised but who also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath, and where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words, it was credited to him, were written not for him alone, but also for us. To whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Romans 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrated His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by His blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to Him through the death of His Son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through His life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life. For all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to
0: bring eternal life through Jesus
1: Christ our Lord.
0: Here is our Daily Walk devotional thought for today. It's only natural to be friends with those who are friendly, to like those who are likable, and to love those who are lovely. Outgoing, attractive people have a magnetic quality about them that draws the attention and affection of others. Human love is a response to favorable qualities in the object of one's affection. But not so with God's love. He expressed his love for sinful humanity while we were powerless, ungodly, sinners, and enemies. God's love is not a response at all. It is a decisive act of his will toward the object of his affection. God loves you not because of, but in spite of you. Do you love as God loves, reaching out with concern and compassion to the needy and unlovely, and even repulsive? If not, admit your lack of love to God, he knows already. Meditate upon his unconditional love for you, then with God's help, allow God to pour out his love. See Romans chapter 5 verse 5 from your heart to the heart of one other person who desperately needs to experience it today. Thank you for joining us today for the Daily Walk podcast from Walk Through the Bible. Be with us tomorrow as we continue our life-changing journey through the Bible in a year. Love this episode of the Daily Walk podcast? We'd love for you to rate and give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. Make sure you subscribe so you won't miss an episode as we walk through God's Word together. For more resources to help you live God's Word, visit walkthrough.org. That's W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U dot O-R-G. Walk through the Bible. Take a walk. Change the world.